as I was thinking about the preciousness of motherhood, there are so many thoughts came in my mind as I was preparing this sermon. They are called mothers just because of their motherhood. You know, that really made me to think about the other species, including the other mammals on the face of this earth. I know that without mother, nothing can come into existence, the living things. I just kept on looking at each species and trying to understand how they behave, how they function, how they operate. It's very interesting. I just want to give you a summary of that and the, as we get into our sermon. Most birds, they don't really recognize their younger ones after their first year. Though there are exceptions to this, specifically for social birds like cranes and crows, they, they are kind of exceptions. Canadian geese, they may even rejoin their partners during every winter or when they were ready to migrate. They are able to recognize their partners and their siblings. Dogs do remember their caregivers for a long time, but once they are separated, they may remember their little ones only for a short time. Cats, once they are separated from their kittens, they fail, really fail to recognize even if they are reunited. Some species can recognize not only their mates, they can even recognize their children, not only children, they can even recognize their siblings, their aunts, their uncles, and their cousins as long as they are together in one place. But again, when they are separated for quite some time, they may not be able to recognize each other. Some animals, like many fish and reptiles, they don't even recognize their offsprings. You know, they are, at times they even eat them and they even mate with them. Some animals like, uh, um, you know, uh, some animals once they are separated from each other for a long time, they don't even recognize. They find it very difficult to recognize their family, their members, especially their younger ones. But when it comes to human, you know, we are part of God's creation. We are just a, one segment in the whole creation of God. When it comes to human, mothers play a very important role in the life of her offspring. Unlike other mammals, the role of a human mother begins at conception. And it continues while nursing. And it continues while schooling. And it continues while getting their children married. And it continues until they die. And even her responsibility extends until eternity. You know, God has placed precious mothers in our lives. And they have a major role to play in our lives. So this morning I would like to title my sermon as Influential Moms. Can we say that? Influential Moms. Moms are powerful, isn't it? Right? They can get things done in your family, in your house. Right? Right, Monica? Yes? Okay. She says yes. Moms are powerful. Thank God for them. They have an influential ability, influential capacity in their lives. And today, I want to talk about the influence mothers make in the life of their children. You know, fathers do have a role. But, but you know what? Mother's role seems to be more influential, especially in the life of children. 
In most of the scenarios, you know, mothers have a specific role, and then you know what? They play it very well. Often moms spend more time with their children than their fathers do. In Paul's letter, second letter to Timothy, as he writes, I want you to read the scriptures, we see the influence mother of, of Timothy and grandmother of Timothy. Let's read from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5. Paul says in verse 5, When I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you, which dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded in, is in you also. Paul is saying, in the absence of a Christian father in the life of Timothy, Timothy had a godly influence of her mother. He had a godly influence of her grandmother, who were totally devoted to Christ. And they wanted to nurture little Timothy with the worldly values and with the, with the moral aspects in his life and grow him, build him up as a godly man. They never allowed the father's paganism to play a role in the life of Timothy. You know, unlike other mammals, humans are called to make long-term and long-lasting impacts in the life of their children. Are you with me this morning? Can I hear an amen? Children are expected, mothers are expected to make long-lasting impacts in the life of the children, especially the relationship between mothers and children. That's very nurturing in many different ways. Now, in the Bible, I'm amazed to see the role that God has played as the role of a mother. He compares himself to a mother, and he, the way he takes care of us today, it's same as the way mother takes care of her children. The way God takes care of us, he cares for us in the same way a mother would care for her children. There are three levels of impact and influence a mother is expected to make in the life of a child. How many levels? Three levels, and I want to talk about this. You know, you all remember along with the honor, the responsibility comes. Along with the honor that we give today to moms, there is a great responsibility that comes along with the honor. Mothers impact and influence their children. This morning we are talking about the influence that mothers make in the life of their children. You know, you may be a child here, you may be a mom here, you may be a father, you may be a husband and wife, and you know, you may be a grandmom, whoever you may be this morning. I pray that God may make things clear in your life because we are talking about not just a mother playing a role in the life of their children. We are also talking about God as a mother play, playing a role in our lives. Number one, mothers play a role in the presence of their children. Can we all say in their presence? Little, little louder, please, in their presence. A godly mother is expected to influence and impact her child or children when they are present with you, present with us. Isaiah chapter 49 verse 15 says, God is, in this chapter, in this verse, God is comparing himself to a nursing mother. Can you read the scripture together, Isaiah 49, 15? Can a woman forget 
her nursing child and not have compassion on the son of her womb surely they may forget yet I will not forget you you know God is considering him as a mother even a worldly earthly mother forgets her child God is saying I'm not going to forget you you know we remember the scripture and we own the scripture and saying that God you are a God who always remembers me always takes care of me like our God God expects our mothers to be compassionate towards their children you know when children are living with you you know I'm just talking to mothers right now when children are living with you even at the young age you know you have a power to influence their lives God expects you to influence their lives for good you know we hear people saying he is definitely like his father sometimes say that you know she is definitely her mom's daughter by looking at the child you know on the other day I was just seeing a picture of a mom and a child you know they look like just just, just sisters because they look similar they follow this follow the mom children usually follow their mom mothers have a major role in the house where fathers are not caring for their family you know some of the mother they take both the role and they play both the role for their children many times fathers are at times you know what rough and tough all the fathers they know what I'm talking about they are at times just rough and tough so you know but mothers are the smoothing agent between father and children they will just listen what father and children are talking in the other room and the argument goes and it gets heated and heated and you know suddenly mom will show up there what's going on here can I help you right now it's up to the father to handle it right children expect unconditional love from their mothers this morning mothers you are having a so much you have having a blessed role to play in the life of your children along with the love usually godly mothers they impart God's God godly characters godliness in their lives they teach the Word of God and they help them to pray and they help them to read the word and they help them to memorize scriptures how many of you memorize scriptures when you are children yes all of us most of us yeah we used to memorize but we don't do it anymore right because we have the scriptures we don't do it anymore but you know what I remember my mom when she put me when she took me when she asked me to memorize Psalm 23 and she took me she carried me and uh, you know allowed me to stand in front of the church the big church and recite and then nothing came out and eventually she has to carry me back right that's a different story but you know what they help us to memorize the scriptures they make sure that we are in a godly way so you have a role to play when your children are in your presence not for a long time they're not going to be with you for a long time Matthew 23 37 and Luke 13 34 let's read from Matthew 23 37 God considered himself as a mother hen let's read that together oh Jerusalem Jerusalem the one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her how often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings but you are not willing God is showing up to his people who's to, to his children as a mother hen you all know how a mother hen takes care of her chicks 
the same way God takes care of us you know mothers are responsible in creating a safe environment at home for your children where they feel safe where they feel they are loved unconditionally where they are encouraged where they are nourished at times they are disciplined and at times you are expected to be not just to be a mom you are expected to be a friend you know i have seen when mom becomes a friend for their children you know their children they flourish you may be a headmistress or you may be a teacher in the school or you may be a principal or, may, or you may be a prison cell head whoever it may be when you when you come to your house you just be a friend to your children there is so much of expectation from mom you can be a friend where your child can come and share everything that it cannot they cannot share with somebody else as god takes the responsibility of protecting us mom takes the responsibility of protecting their children their anger one by no means you know i'm saying that you need to neglect your husband don't do it never do it that's a very dangerous area take care of him okay take care of him but take care of your children it's important not only that you need to work in your in, in their lives to create a good and safe environment you also need to build good characters in their lives mothers are responsible for creating good habits in the life of their children you know i when i turn back i remember all the good things that my mom sit next to me and used to tell me this is how we need to be this is how we need to do don't you remember those things in your life and today you are expected to play that role to your children mothers are responsible in creating high ethical values in their children only you can do it you know most of the children they listen to mom you know they we have a problem in our sunday school at times whatever we try to teach they won't listen because my eventually they listen everything but they will do what their mom told them to do have you come across children like this you try to teach them and they will try to understand everything and they said why are you not doing it no my mom said not to do you have a role to play in your child things like how to respect others how to treat others how to be kind with one another where they learn they learn all these things from mom i have seen grown up girls and boys you know now it's all my complaints okay you need to listen to me now i have seen all grown up girls and boys not even know to say sorry when they make a mistake i have seen they are not taught how to communicate properly how to respect elders how to understand others feelings they were never told who will teach these things to your children mom i have seen adults children wasting food i have seen adult children not organized not disciplined in their lives i'm not blaming moms but then you get an opportunity you have an opportunity to teach them and train them when they are with you i have seen children unable to handle friends and peer pressures they can't handle people getting ahead of them who will teach them who will teach them the right thing you as a mom you have a responsibility you at, at times they are unable to handle competition they fail and they cry you need to encourage them you need to tell them that you know you know what it's not that you need to come always first it's not required they need to get a chance bring that equality among your children they are times unable to handle trust stress they look at you the way you handle stress and they try to learn from you 
At times children not taking care of their body. Not applying moisturizer. Not even flossing their teeth. Not caring for their nails and hair and body odor and etc. Should we teach this at the church? Mothers should teach this at home. But if not, who else will teach other than the church? Of course, this is life, you know. Through this life, through our body, we are trying to glorify God. We need to keep everything clean and we need to come prepared in the presence of God and we need to show up, we, need to, we should be able to present ourselves with modesty. That's what scripture says. Because godliness is seen in all these things we do. Not only in our prayer, not only in our spirituality, the way we talk, the way we behave, the way we deal with our you know, other students, the way we deal with our fellow workers, godliness is seen in all these things, where all these things are nurtured, where all these things are planted, the seeds are planted. When you hold your baby in your hands, when you send them to school every time, after they come from school, when you sit and talk to them and understand what they have gone through the day, now for all this to happen, listen to me, Mothers need to be a good model. Can you say model? I've been speaking a lot. Can you say model again? Mothers need to be a good model so that children can learn from you. And this morning, my, plead, my, 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 my pleading is that you need to come out of your laziness first. You need to do everything that what you expect your children to do. Then they will learn. You know, Monica was reading some, uh, Proverbs 31, a virtuous woman. It's all very clearly written what your and women supposed to do in a family. Mothers impact their children when they are with you. In their presence. Secondly, in their absence. Can you say in their absence? A godly mother is expected to influence their children even in their absence when they are away from you. Deuteronomy chapter 32 verses 11 and 12. Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 11 and 12. Shall we read that together? As an eagle stirs up its nest. Over, over its young, spreading out its wings, taking them up, carrying them on its wing. So the Lord alone led them, and there was no foreign God with him. What the mother eagle does? The mother eagle stirs up the nest. Are you with me? The mother eagle stirs up the nest, pushing the little ones out forcibly. The mother eagle stirs up the nest. The moment the eaglets are grown up and they are enough, you know, they are capable of flying by themselves, the mother eagle stirs up the nest and it pushes the little one down. And that's not the end of it. And the eaglet may say right now, hey, I'm an eagle now. I can fly by myself. But you know what? The mother eagle doesn't leave. What it does? It hover, means it flies over. The young ones, it spreads out its wings, taking them, carrying them on its wings. You know, today God is telling us mothers, we need to care for your children even in their absence. The days are going to come in your life soon. You may have to let your child go. Some of us have let our children go. But you know what? When that happens, you have a responsibility. Mother has a responsibility still to hover over them, still to keep an eye over them and take care of them. But listen, the mother eagle doesn't leave the little one just like that. Hover over its young one. 
spreading out its wings, carrying them, continually carrying them in its wings. As a mom, you need to stir up your nest when the time comes. You know, I remember some of the families, you know, they tried to keep, when the eagles have grown up, when they even they have matured, they tried to keep them in their nest. It's not going to work. Who will stir up the nest? Not the male eagle, but the, not the father eagle. Who stirs up? Mother eagle. If the father eagle stirs up, it, it's, it's going to be awkward. Who should stir it up? The mother eagle has to stir it up. Maybe, you know, they, they need to go out for study. Maybe they need to go out for work. Or maybe, you know, they are capable of living by themselves. But still the mother eagle, listen to me, this is interesting. Still the mother eagle hovers over the young ones. Still the mother eagle spread out its wing to take them up. Even in your absence. When your children are even grown up, they have grown up. When they leave your home, you still need to care for them. You are still expected to care for your little ones. You know, that's what Bible teaches. They think that they can fly. They think that they can handle things on their own. But they need your support. They need mother's support. They easily get discouraged. They easily give up. They easily walk away from God. They need your constant follow-up. You know, today I see young girls and boys sent from countries like Asia and Africa and even other countries. They come to Canada and United States and UK for studies just after their 12th grade. Bible says, mothers, you have responsibility to care for them even when they are away from you. This morning, if I want to ask a question, those mothers, you know, you may be here, you may not be here. But do you know what they study? There are parents even, they don't know what the children are studying in this nation. Do you know where they live, with whom they live? Do you know they go to church? Do you know what they do in their lives? Do you know they read, read their Bible if they pray? Do you know... What they do every day? Do you ask them? I was talking to a mother a couple of years before. She said to me, my daughter was a good daughter till she was doing her 12th grade. She never goes out of home. She never stayed in any other home. She was always good. But since she came to Halifax, I don't know. I never get a call from her. When I try to make a call to her, she gets angry most of the time, angry at me. And at times even she gets the call. I don't get to talk to her. I said, you cut your payment. You cancel your loan and take her back immediately. Otherwise, you don't get her back. Mom, what we do? What do we do? Mothers have a responsibility. Even they left your presence, they still have a responsibility to care for them. Care for them. This morning, the question is, what kind of influence you have in the life of your children? Are you in touch with your children every day? You know, even after my son started living by himself, I hear every day joy calling. What scripture did you read? I hear this every day. At times I get irritated. Why? But mom does this. What God spoke to you? Standard question. Every day. I don't know, poor fellow, what he says. I don't know. Every day, what God spoke to you? What are you doing now? <laughs> what are you doing now? I don't do all these things. I don't do. I don't even worry about 
what he must be doing. I mean, all the fathers are like this. I tell, if you need any help, I will be right there. If you want us to come anytime, we will come there. Anytime, let me know what you need when you need something. This is what normally fathers do. But you know what, what mothers do? They care for them in their absence. The same way God cares for us. Even when we walk away from God, he's still our mother. He still cares for us. But here is a caution. Listen to me, there is a caution here. How long this caring can be done? I would say until he gets married. Until he gets married, you, are, you care for your son and your care for your daughter considerably has to come down once they are married. You know, sometimes mom love their children too much, so much, it's all good. You care for them, it's all good. But remember, once they get married, there is somebody else in that household to care for them, to care for each other. Maybe it's a time that you start caring for them through your prayer. Maybe it's a time that, you know, you don't call your son every day or you call your daughter every day, giving instructions on what to do because they have somebody else to run that family. Your son and your daughter is no more your family. They have another family there. You know what, how many young families are separated? Because of the influence of godly parents in their marriage. When they are married, they have another family. They have grown up adults. Please don't interfere. Once they start building their families, our godliness is great, but you know what, our time is over. That talks, us, talks back to us saying that you can care for your children when they, only when they are with you. When, they, when you have a control over, that, over them. You know, for that matter, I would really appreciate my mom. <clears throat> After my marriage, she missed me a lot because, you know, we both were just very thick friends. We both were really good friends. But after our marriage, she really felt that joy just took over me. That was a feeling. She told me also at times, I can understand that, <clears throat> but she never interfered in our lives. Of course, I never gave room for my parents to interfere any matter concerning both of us. That's how a marriage has to be protected. I never allowed my mom to blame her or my dad to blame her. I took everything on me to protect the marriage. Men, fathers, you need to do that to give a safe environment for your family to be built. Even, you know, my brothers, when both of them get, got married, they made it a point that you cannot no more live in this house. We find a house and we will settle you separately. You start building your family. Do not keep your adult children at home. Let them go. Let them have a good life. Let them find their partner. Let them, let them, let them build their family. And you be a continuous support to them. Paul writes to Philipp, Philippians. From the position of a mother, he writes to the church. You know, that's how I understand the scripture. Philippians chapter 2 verse 12. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, 
but now much more in my absence. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Paul was not trying to work out the salvation for them. He let the church go. In my absence as a mother, I'm letting you go. You work out your salvation. You build your family. Let's read Isaiah chapter 66 verse 13. God is a comforting mother. God is a comforter. Let's read the scripture, Isaiah 66 verse 13. As one whom his mother comforts, so I will comfort you, and you shall be comforted in Jerusalem. God wants us to be a source of comfort to our children. You know, most of the time, children get discouraged. They come to mom, and you provide them comfort. You know, some of us know, some of the parents know, even after your child is get, got, child got married, even they, they have family, they are children, you know, you, you remember the times they come back to you. If nothing works, they'll call mom. Mom, I'm in trouble. Can you help me? God, want you to be a, God wants you to be a comfort, source of comfort. Finally, God wants mom to care for their children in their eternity. A godly mother is expected to influence their children <clears throat> even they are absent from this world. How is it possible? Godly mothers are expected to influence their children even after they leave from the face of this earth. Can you put the next slide? Mothers influence and bring forth good human beings. They eventually transform into eternal beings of Heaven. Can you read that with me again? Mothers influence and bring forth good human beings. That's what they do on the face of this earth. And eventually they transform into eternal beings of heaven. You know, that's the responsibility you hold as a mother. Mothers are given the opportunity to bring forth a human being on the face of this earth and influence them and equip them and prepare them so that they will go to eternity in heaven. What a great responsibility. What a great responsibility. <clears throat> you know, we three, we three of us actually, for our parents, my mom always worried about one of us who is far away. She always worried about the person who is far away from her. I have seen that many times in her life. Or one of us who is sick. She always worries about them, that person. Or one of us who is having some financial difficulty or any other difficulty. Mom, always she talks about that person. She forgets the rest. That's the nature of a good mom. I have seen many mothers who always worry about one child who is not saved yet. Seen many moms about worrying about one child who is not living good. He is, he is addicted. He is, you know, drinking and he has bad habits. Mom is always worries about, worried about that particular person. Mothers influence their child for eternity. God calls us, called mothers, not only to influence, to have a good life on the face of this earth. God wants us to influence our children so that we will have a good eternity. You know, in this world, we are blessed at times with children. You know, but in this world, at times we are not blessed with children. But you know what? There are many orphans. They don't have spiritual mothers. They need us. They need us. 
You know, at times I have seen some children, they are coming back home, referring to their friends and their classmates, saying that, Mom, she's not having something. He is not having something. Can we help? You know, God expects you to be a mom to those who are not having moms. Those who are not having spiritual moms. Jesus was talking about a woman who had many silver coins in her, in her hand, but she just lost one silver coin. You know what she did? She left the remaining silver coin and she went around searching for that particular one silver coin that she lost. And she was not keeping quiet until she searched and found that one silver coin that was, that was lost. Shall we read the scripture? Luke chapter 15 verses 8 through 10. God as woman looking for her lost coin. Jesus was speaking this as a parable. Shall we read that together? Or what woman having 10 silver coins, if she loses one coin, does not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it. And when she has found it, she calls her friend and neighbors together saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the peace which I lost. Verse 10, Jesus says, Likewise, I say to you, there is great joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. You know, this is what mothers do. This is what mothers are expected to do. You are expected to do you know, you are expected to find the coin that you lost at some point of time in your life. Listen to me. Bible says, it is God who wills that the entire family must be saved. Mothers are always worried about someone who is not walking in the right way. Who is not, who's not walking away from God. Bible says in Acts chapter 16 verse 31. Shall we read that together? So they said, can we read it together out loud? Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved and your household mothers believe God so that their children can be saved but you need to search for the last kind mothers need to search for the last kind it may be your children or it may be some other children that you care for them you need to pray for them and you need to search until they are brought into the presence of God you know mothers hold a great responsibility of bringing joy in heaven by helping their children to walk in the ways of God. And I just want to close with, with this story, which I would have shared many times in this church. Susanna Wesley lived in the early 18th century, was a mother of 19 children. Can you ever imagine 19 children? But she lost nine of her children in their very early age. And she brought the remaining children in the very godly way. We are talking about Susanna Wesley. So apart from the very strict environment that she maintained at home, you know, as soon as they learned to speak, she started teaching them with the word of God. God is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. You know, small, small scriptures. She started teaching to her children. And she taught them the Lord's prayer. And they had to tell them when they rise up from the bed, when they go back to bed, children have to tell the Lord's prayer. They need to recite Lord's prayer. So every day as they sleep, Susanna knelt down next to each one of them and she laid her hands on them and prayed for each one of them. Every day, mothers are expected to kneel down next to your child and lay your hands and pray for them. Godly mothers, they do that every day. 
We know the result. <clears throat> John Wesley and Charles Wesley, they were the founders of Methodism. And they brought great revival in the 18th century. And there was a great move of God everywhere around the world in the 18th century because of the investment, the influence and impact Susanna Wesley made in the lives of her children. Mothers today hold a precious responsibility. It doesn't matter they are babies in your hands. It doesn't matter they are just growing up. You have a responsibility of bringing your child in a godly way with all the other responsibility that you have to your husband, to you have to all the other family members, your parents, your church, and your society, schools, and your employer, and with all the other responsibilities, you hold a higher responsibility of bringing your children in a godly way. Shall we all arise this morning as we close in prayer?